Welcome to Top 5, Season 2, On the Road. We're back in the Memer Dome, burning through podcasts like they're... Oh, I almost said something incredibly inappropriate. Like they're sticks. Like they're, like they're wood. At a campfire. Like marshmallows. Yeah. At a happy campfire. That's what we're doing. It's the happiest of campfires. Happiest of campfires. Cassie Weed's on the show with us today. How are you, Cassie? I'm good. How are you? I am uh, alive. And uh, recording. That is the way to be. I want to be optimistic about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, gotta be upbeat, uplifting. You, you gotta be, you gotta be, yeah. you gotta be. And gotta I'm be. like, you know what? I haven't come up with a full 13 reasons yet. <laughs> I'm at like 10. Oh. If I get three more, I swear to God. You're so close. So close. <laughs> Collecting them like Pokemon. Oh, God. I gotta catch them all. You gotta catch them all. It's just like diseases. <laughs> it's always, always the. Either you want all of them or none of them. See, if you get all of them, you can't get any more. It's true. It's true. You are maxed out. You're maxed out. Cassie, we don't know each other that well. No, not we really. We just met a while ago like last at a month diner. or so. Yeah. Yes? At yeah. Amy's place? Yeah. I don't remember. We went there. We were we at Amy's there. place. We were at Amy's place. We had delicious breakfast in the afternoon. Yeah, because you were like, we should have, I want French toast. I was like, fuck you, I want French toast. Give me all the French toast. Didn't we get the same thing? Yeah. 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 It was the right choice. We knew where it was meant to be, and mm-hmm. I knew right then that you would come on my podcast. My podcast? It's like Sunkist, like the soda. Yeah, on podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking about the top five boys with podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, Cassie. What is your top... I just realized I fucked up the intro. <coughs> it's it's a... Yeah. It's fine. Fuck it. Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast. I'm Taylor Matris. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Glad to be here. It's so good. <laughs> this is the show where every week I have a special guest who picks a topic and then we pick our top five on that topic. You can pick your top five anything, top five cartoon characters, top five cartoon movies, top five cartoon pornographies, whatever you're into. Oh, there's so many of those. I couldn't take a top five. I'd be there all day. <laughs> I'd be there all day. Cassie, what did you choose for your top five? My top five are the top five non-mythology X-Files episodes, but the funny ones. Okay, so help me with this. What would a non-mythology episode be? Because so th- I'm not a big X-Files guy. So the mythology episodes are the ones with like the really heavy story arcs and stuff. And these are more like the Monster of the Week episodes. But they're the more lighthearted ones, are the ones I was going for. Okay, so we want to avoid, like, the smoking man, the truth is out there, the mystery of yeah, n- Fox Mulder's sister. Stay away sister. from the, the serious aliens and super soldiers and the black oil, all that shit. We're going to just not worry about those right now. And what we want to focus on is the fun episodes where it's just a one shot of, hey, here's some crazy monster me we yes. met and this is what we did about it. Exactly. Yep. Okay, I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. I'm not a big X-Files guy. Oh, no. I know. And the, the worst part is I have enjoyed just about everything I've seen, <laughs> but just never got into it. So I'm going to do my best. Will you help me through will, my top five? I will do what I can. All right. All right. You get it started. What's your number five? Okay. My number five is Hollywood AD. This is a season seven episode where Mulder and Scully are brought in to consult on a movie that's being made with their likenesses. Oh, weird. Yeah. So they ask him, like, what's it like working on paranormal stuff? What's it like being the FBI? And so they're trying to, you know, explain best they can, but it turns out there's an actual paranormal thing happening. Okay, um, so, so the, the call is coming from inside the studio? 
not quite that much, but they're on set and like spooky things are happening. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the best part is though, Gary Shandling and Taya Leone are the actors playing Mulder and Scully. Wait, so Mulder's played by Gary Shandling? Yeah. So when they looked at David Duchovny, they were like, you know who would be a good you know, counterpart? I, right. Gary Shandling. I mean, don't you think so? Well, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I'm like, maybe they're right. <laughs> so they do that, but at the time, David Duchovny's married to Taya Leone. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's like a little weird thing, and she's she's there, and they were still married at that point. I'm like, oh, that's cute. So there's even more sexual tension than there normally is on that show. Yes, yes. Um... <laughs> At the, the first time I watched it, I didn't realize they were married. It was one of those, like, listening to the commentary, read it online afterwards You know, type commentary is that thing that you do yeah. in this day and age. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> what What was the paranormal issue there in the... In the... I don't remember. I love this episode just because it's funny and quirky, but, like, that part of it wasn't what got me. It was the goofy stuff. There's a part where... They're all in Hollywood, Mulder, Scully, and Skinner. Boss man came too. Yeah, to like, scary guy, right? No, he's the bald, bald dude. Yeah, yeah, that one. That guy. So he's there too, like overseeing the whole thing. And they're just like being so Hollywood. And they're all in a bubble bath on a, on a three-way call. And they're all trying to be super serious. But they split screen it so you can see all three of them just like chilling in the tub with all the bubbles and the phone. And they're trying to be all like business about it. Right. Not letting the other ones know that they're just... That they're all each in a bubble bath. Yeah, relaxing in the tub, yeah. Interesting. Wait, so they were not in the tub together? No, three separate hotel rooms, three separate phones. In the tub. And they were all doing the same thing. You know, that sounds about right. When you have a hard day of chasing down monsters and unraveling government conspiracies, you just want to relax in a nice bubble bath. Yeah, get a little bottle of bubbly and have a big yeah. bottle of bubbles. Why not? Yeah. Put the bubbles in the bubbly. Ooh. Getting fancy now. Fancy now. <laughs> the uh, other great part of this episode was Taya Leone trying to run around in heels, and she stops going, and she's like, how do you run all day in high heels? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, out there you know, doing the FBI thing. So in the background, you see Taya Leone running back and forth, click-clacking across the back of the set, the practicing running in heels. That's that's such a weird meta thing. What season was this? Season seven. How many seasons did it run? Um, total there was eleven. Okay, so this is later in in the show. It was the before show. they took the big break before the reboot. Right. But yeah, this was later. I kind of like they got uncomfortable and they're like, you know what? We can do something silly. We can do something silly. Okay, because that is very self-referential. If that was yeah. within the first few seasons, I don't think that would fly. And and anybody that's worn heels. Uh huh. Is gonna be like, yo, how does Skelly just do this all the time? She's constantly booking after monsters and bad guys. Oh yeah, holding her gun and flashlight together. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's the thing that always got me about that show was weird flashlight gun holding. The best part was like the first couple episodes, like the pilot. They hold their guns like super close to their bodies and not like not like out, out. like a cop does. Yeah, like no one like coached these guys on how to properly like. They were just like, we have hold the gun. gun. This thing's heavy. I don't want to drop it. Right. The prop department will be mad at me. Oh, it looks so bad. Like you go back and watch it now after season seeing dozens and dozens of pop shows, and you're like, oh my god, what are you guys doing? This, you guys are supposed to be the FBI. <laughs> you're yeah. Supposed to know this just, shit. Just like very nervously walking around, like oh, I got my little gun. I'm ready. It, they're doing what I would be doing if I was like, the air monster is in this room somewhere, yes. it's made out of air, and we can't shoot it, but I have a gun. I, I've got a gun and I'm ready. 
that's one of the episodes I remember. <laughs> I was so afraid of the show as a kid. Oh, me too. It was awful. My mom was super protective of, very strict when I was a kid. And so, like, the show would be on. She's like, you guys need to leave because it's not a show for kids. So I avoided it for years and years. And I was at a slumber party, and my friend had a couple of VHS tapes. And she's like, we're going to watch this. And one of them was Jersey Devil. Yeah. And um, I was like, this isn't that bad. This show's really great. Jersey Devil's a very silly episode. It is silly. Not quite as silly as the ones I've picked, but yeah, it's it's not serious. No, it's not serious. <clears throat> All right. I think I'm I think I'm ready to reveal my number five. You, you, you have to help me, though. Okay. I don't remember what the name of the episode was. <laughs> oh, no. But it took place in Mexico, and they thought they had found El Chupacabra. Oh, yeah. Because someone was sucking all the insides out of sheep and people, and they were like, oh, it's El Chupacabra. I remember this one. What is it called? It might actually be Chupacabra. I'm going to figure it out. For those who don't know at home, El Chupacabra is the goat sucker who, who sucks the blood out of goats. He's like a weird little mutated dog monster and, and possibly my spirit animal. It's El Mundo Guerra. That's oh, the name of the episode. That means the Mundo Guerra. I, I'm I, not up on my Spanish. I can can't confirm that. I can tell you. I can tell you. And I remember this episode, and it was one of the first times I remember when shows shoot Mexico, they always shoot it like yellow. Like everything yeah. has a yellow filter over it, and this was one of the worst. And I was like, oh, Mexico's yellow. <laughs> I Do you remember who, what. Did they find El Chupacabra? They didn't, as far as I remember. But then, like, at, as everyone's, like, leaving a driving away, you see, yeah. like, a creature. Like, uh, they dismiss it as something else, but uh, they didn't get the real thing. Uh, I think it might have been a guy with an infection, like, like harming... I can't remember. Oh, it doesn't I can't matter. remember. I didn't love this episode, so it's not one... Yeah. Like, if I'm re-watching the series, I'm like, eh, I can skip it's, this one. It's one that always stuck with me because it introduced me to El Chupacabra. Oh, it was a fungal growth. That's what it was. You know, that's the thing with... X-Files will a lot of times have a twist with their monster of the yeah. week. Where the Jersey Devil, you're like, oh, we're in New Jersey looking for the Jersey Devil. And it turns out to be a lady caveman, Yeah, that's cave just lady. avoided contact with society. Yeah, for, you know, forever. However long millions of years yeah in New Jersey some of them are actually monsters and those are like the super scary ones and there's the ones you think are a monster and it's yeah and it's not some guy in a it's, zipper it's, suit it's yeah it's a it's it's <laughs> Scooby it's old man Jenkins who runs the haunted amusement park <laughs> and he would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids and Fox Mulder <laughs> who is just a big kid with a gun and a badge who how did he not get fired like, I thought X-Files, like, you're in charge of the X-Files, was, like, a punishment for him for being it, a bad it FBI agent. It was, but because he was such a good profiler, they didn't want to get rid of him entirely, so oh. they're like, you know what, we're just going to stuff you down in the basement. I got gotcha. you, I got you. And let you do your crazy down there. And if something did come up, they'd be like, we can always ask him. Right, and there's actually an episode where he gets a consult from someone he worked with back when he did profiling as mm -hmm. his main gig, and... He's good at it, but he just wasn't feeling it, because that's not what yeah. he was about at that because point. Because it wasn't spooky enough right. for Spooky Mulder. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I heard we're not supposed to say spooky anymore, just say spooky. Oh. I think it's cute. It is cute, since you're going with this sweet, yes. uplifting episode. My, my adorable episodes. Some <laughs> of mine might not be, but that might be on me. <laughs> that's okay. That's all right. All right. I don't think there's anything else I can think about for El Chupacabra. What is your number four 
number four for me was Humbug. Okay, I don't know what that is. Tell me about that. Mulder and Skelly are sent to a fair carnival thing. There's been a murder. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is set, like, dealing and interacting with the carny folk. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I didn't like this episode for a long time until we were at the flea market and found a copy of the script. It w- wasn't, like, an official copy, but it was an official reprint that mm-hmm. they sold in, like, the fan club and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this episode a rewatch now. I've got the paper. It's just really neat. And it turns out it's, it is a funny episode, but there's a lot more going on with it. Um, it's, because they're dealing with, you know, the carny people and mm-hmm. not normal type Yeah, there's a lot of people. air quotes going up for the listener at yeah. home. This is an audio medium. <laughs> yes. So because all these people live a different way than, you know, us normal working folks, sure. they have a different view on things. And so there's a guy, Dr. Blockhead, he does a lot of physical... Oh, the, he like nails. Does nail into his nose. Yeah, yeah does all that kind of stuff. And he's looking at Mulder. Mulder's standing. He's got a foot up on a step, hands on his hips, and his long trench coat's like flapping in the breeze very yeah. majestically. And he goes, you know, some people go through life looking like that, just disgusted at like Mulder's all-American yeah. Yeah, his thing very, he's got going. very chiseled face and his... No, no nonsense yeah. demeanor. And Ugh. he's just like, ew, who wants to live like that? It was just hilarious because he, you know, Dr. Blockhead and the rest of the crew there just do what they do and they love it. And that's right. their way of life. And it's but just such a good episode. That's kind of an interesting perspective because I think we've always jumped onto Mulder and Scully who are pretty clean cut white bread people. Yeah. Uh, as like, oh, these are clearly the heroes and and they're kind of the foil for all these monsters and things. Like, they're normal. Everything else is wrong. Well, and when they get to this place, it's not a fair that they're at, but it's where all the the circus people reside. Uh-huh. And the hotel manager is a, he's a little person. Sure. And he's just salty, and he's so funny. He's like, oh, I see you coming here all clean, cut, and whatever. And Mulder slides him his badge. He's like, I'm here about the murder. Yeah. And he's like, oh. No. Okay. <laughs> Who ended up doing it? Did we find out? Um, one of the residents had a vestigial twin <gasps> that would detach from his older brother and run off and eat people. What the fuck? <laughs> they they called it the Fiji Mermaid. It was like, like it was one of the old like Barnum sideshow yeah, attractions. Yeah, Fiji Mermaid. You'd sew a monkey onto a fish. Yeah. So they were kind of calling it that, but it turns out it was like this headless vestigial twin that wasn't fully attached, and he would leave and crawl out the window and go feast on someone sleeping. Holy shit! Yeah. That was on TV. That yeah. was on network TV. In that like was the 90s. That was with a signal into my TV at home, regardless of the weather or not I wanted. Holy yeah. shit, I gotta rewatch that. And it's a good episode. It's so good. He ate people? Yeah, he just started gnawing on people, like, leaving horrible, like, bite marks and stuff. Fuck. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) And so they're they're going around talking to all the residents, so there's, like, the bearded man, like, the dog man and stuff, and there's a guy that runs, um, I don't know what you'd call it, like a, like a museum of curiosities and you never see him like directly on you always see him in like reflections or in shadow yeah because you you assume he's like horribly disfigured or something Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. 
he pulls like the whole Barnum like this way to the egress thing. And he's oh, like, if you want to see right. the special attraction, it's an ex- extra payment. Yeah. So Scully pays him, and she goes through the door, and she appears outside. Yeah. You know, they're just Wait. doing what they do. Doing what they do. Carney folk. Oh. There's a part at the end where, you know, they're saying goodbye, wrapping things up, and one of them's got a big jar of crickets, and he's just eating them, popping them in his no, mouth, and he's no. like, do you want one? And Mulder's like, no. And Scully's like, sure. She takes one, eats it. And yeah. they're all like, right on, lady. Good all for right. you. Well, she's a freak in herself. She is a redhead. <laughs> As one of my own, I can say that. You're like, one of us. One of us. Google gobble, we accept you. Google gobble, one of us. In Sorry. the commentary, you find out she actually did eat the thing. It wasn't a sleight of hand. She actually, like... And it really was a cricket? Real life ate the real cricket, yeah. So, I wonder if they added that in there because she wanted to try it. I'm like, well, I let's, don't, let's get it on footage. I don't know if they meant for it to just be a sleight of hand, like mm-hmm. pretend to take it. Mm-hmm. But David Duchovny, you can see him like in the background, and he's got this horrified look on his face because she's she ate the thing, and he's just like, oh, damn. That's horrifying. <laughs> Jillian Anderson, you're scary. <laughs> Bitch, you're scary. She's a little she's a little severe in this show. Yeah, but... Still into her. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. All right. My number four was the crossover episode of Cops. Oh, man. I can't believe I didn't put that one on here. That is a good one. This was, one, a viewing event. It was a big deal. So Especially when you're flipping channels, you're like, whoa, this is X-Files time. What the hell is Cops doing on? Right, right, exactly. And it was shot like Cops with the... They had the, the opening, too, I believe, that had Yeah, the, the opening cops. was Cops. Yeah. As far as you know, you were watching Cops until Mulder and Scully Yeah, you're like, wait, I know those two. Wait a minute. So it's shot like an episode of Cops, all all shaky-handed yeah. and, and held-held, which was different for the time I know The Office and Parks and Rec and every episode of 24 all have shaky <laughs> hand as well. Yes. But it was a, it was a big deal to look like... But you know, Cops was at least like... A reality show? Cops was real. Yeah, that's like, the reason it... Those dudes are running around, and that's why the camera's shaking. Like, yeah. That at least makes sense why it's done that way. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to 24, which is just like this wiggly hand always They're moving. trying to shake it, but they are got the camera on a gimbal, so it's like, eh. Yeah, they're trying to make it seem real by looking like that, yeah. but that doesn't help. It's no good. Hmm. Moral of the stories. So, the cops of cops are investigating um, some some disturbance something has slashed open this door and put a bunch of claw marks in yeah, it. Yeah, big Yeah, like bigger big, than a human hand. Oh, just really slash crushed mark. through and they're <clears throat> identifying they're, you know, asking people and someone's like, It's a werewolf. It was a werewolf. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I don't know about that and they ask someone else, like, No, I saw him, I saw who he looked like and they're doing a sketch and the sketch guy turns around and it's a picture of Freddy Krueger and they're like, What? Fox and Mulder show up to be like, we're investigating a paranormal thing. At one point, one of the cops gets bit by the by the monster, mm-hmm. and they take a look and like, these aren't bites, these are bee stings. He's like, when I was a kid, my brother used to tell me stories about a guy who had bees in his mouth. And they're like, what is happening? And it turns out it's a shape-shifting monster. It, like, changes based on their fear. Yeah, the changes based on your fear. It's a Bogart from Harry Potter? Yeah, basically. I'm not a Harry Potter guy, but I think nope, that's... The, yeah, that's yeah, a Bogart? That is, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that is a cool, cool idea yeah. that they totally wasted on the cops episode. Right? Like, the cops episode could have been... It could have just been a regular dude at the end yeah. of the day because the 
Like, the feature of that episode was that it was shot like cops. Yeah. Like, that was a spooky enough episode it could have stood alone Absolutely. in normal format. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I always thought, I was like, what a great monster that they wasted on the goofy cops episode. <laughs> like, it's a bit where they're in a hallway and, and Scully hears a noise in the closet and she opens the door and there's two cameramen in there hiding and they go, <laughs> ah! And she slams the door back on them. Well, I know uh, if I was a cameraman for that show, I'd be like, oh, fuck that. I'd be like, well, this closet. has been fun. Here's your camera. Bye now. You guys don't pay me enough, see you. I'd be cut off at the werewolf. I wouldn't make it to Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and that's my number four episode. That is solid. I did not even think of that one. That was That is one of the ones that sticks so hard in my brain because I watched it as a kid Right. And I remember that was like a turning point of, okay, I kind of get this now. Uh, I guess part of the the like the like shock value was lost on me because I watched... I didn't start watching X-Files until I was in high school. So mm-hmm. like 2000, 99, 2000-ish. And so by then, all these have already been airing. So I'm right. watching on like DVD or whatever. And I'm like, what? Why, did, why does this look weird? What the hell? And then yeah. I realized that... It was a style thing, trying to mimic cops. Right, right. And so it was it's not a, like you tuned in and was like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. It was a big event. We were all waiting for the cops episode. <laughs> cops was still a big thing. It wasn't yeah, like cop- a late night TV. Well, yeah. it was, but it when wasn't did, on all the time. When did cops stop being a thing? I don't know, because they still have newer episodes of cops. They do? They're still yeah, doing it? they're on... Um, oh, they used to show them on G4 all the time. They're on some channel in the in the high numbers. Oh, yeah. Um, but... Huh. That's awesome. It's on Spike. It's on Spike, says our studio audience. Thank you, studio audience. Studio audience. We pulled <laughs> the audience. Uh, it's on Spike. And it, that was, I liked that show as a kid. I'm like, yeah, go chase that naked redneck. Oh, yeah. It's always fun when you see the dude just like booking it, trying to get away. And he trips over something dumb like a pink flamingo in the yard or whatever. Right, right. Or watching the cops try to get over a fence and they're like, we'll cut them off in the squad car. I'm like, because <laughs> yeah. you can't get over that fence. Yep. No, that was good. All right, it's time for our first break. First break. First break. That was four, right? That's number four. Uh, that was four. That yeah, was four. Yeah, yep. All right, <laughs> we're going to do our first break and proving again that I cannot keep track of five things. Numbers are hard. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Top 5. We're counting down the Top 5 X-Files Monsters of the Week. Not that alien bullshit. <laughs> We're in it for the weird. We're in it for the real weird. Cassie's with us today. Howdy. Cassie, how do you feel so far about your list? I feel like it's pretty solid. I'm not unhappy with any of my choices. You feeling strong? Yeah. Good, because I'm freaking out I'm about worried about your choices. Though. Mine are going to be real bad. <laughs> Cassie, we're at a point where I want to know your number three... My number three is one of the new ones from season 10. Oh, I haven't seen any of that. Oh, some some of them were good. Okay. Some of them were not. But uh-huh. this one was definitely my top five episodes ever. Oh. Because it was hilarious. It was Mulder and Scully meet the were-monster. What? Like Frankenstein meets the werewolf meets Abbott and Costello? No, not so much. So okay. it's this monster that turns into a human on the full moon. So, like, we're normally werewolves are normally humans. This guy's normally a monster. So he's like a reverse werewolf. Yeah. So this poor this poor monster, he when he's in human form, he feels, the, like, the desperate need to go get a job. Put <laughs> on, like, a tie, and he hates it. He hates all of it. Oh, and he's like, chain me up. Chain me up. He's like, I hate this. I don't want to get a mortgage. Yeah, exactly. He's like, 
I'm trying to pay my bills and do all these adult things, and this really sucks, and I hate it. I just want to be a monster and do monster things. Don't you know, last time they didn't chain me up, I went out and leased a Volvo! Exactly, exactly. That is delightful. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. The monster's played by Rise Darby. Okay. And, um... So the monster decides when he's in human form, his name is Guy Man. Okay. Yeah. He, he doesn't, he Guy don't, Man. He don't know. As opposed to be like Murder Fang. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. He's like this big lizardy dude, and something happened to him where now he's. Now, now. For like a month or whatever at a time, he's a human, and he was holding down a job at like a cell phone store. Oh, that must have been <laughs> awful. Yeah, he hated it. You know, so like we all do. What does he do while he's like a lizard monster? He just lives out in the woods. Really? Just running free. Fringes of society. He's yeah. just like a monster. That is so interesting. It's so good. And this episode was great because they did a lot of like, um, like Easter egg, like throwback stuff. Uh-huh. There's a part where Mulder's like trying to find Guy, trying to find him, trying to like yeah. bring him back in. And he like walks through a cemetery and he sits down next to a gravestone of Kim Manners, who was a producer on the show for a long time, but oh. had passed away since... They had done the reboot. Right. I was like, oh, that's just nice. And his phone goes off, and it's the X-Files theme. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> Sorry, it's scaring me right now. The X-Files theme scares <laughs> got, me. Got the goosebumps. But it was, it was like, I love it, and I love how corny it was, but also it's like, dudes, that was corny. Come on. Right? That's a fun <laughs> late series games you yeah. can play. And They're like, we rebooted this thing. Let's let's just throw this in there. Throw it in there. Does it still have the same theme song? Yep. They Good. actually kept the opening from the later seasons after they went widescreen. Yeah. They used that. So in the opening sequence, Mulder, Scully, Skinner, they all look like yeah. they did in the late 90s. Oh, that's funny. It's the exact same, yeah. Gillian James, or Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson, still cute. Yeah. Still super She cute. has aged super well, and it's like, good for you. That's so amazing. I heard she quit. She did. Uh, I, I was not happy, but... At some point, you gotta let it go. Like you do. You season do. eleven was. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I watched it. I bought the DVDs because I'm a fan. But I'm like, oh, guys. How many new seasons they did? They did two. Oh, they two, did two ten episode. Okay. Ish. Ish. They weren't long. They weren't, you know. But that's all they could get the whole crew together for. Right, because everyone's off doing other stuff. Right, and that was the thing. Jillian Anderson was like, "Look, I got a couple other TV shows I'm doing. Right. I can't keep. Yeah. Doing this, and it's just as well." It's fine. Honestly, everything needs to end, and that's hard for everyone, especially uh-huh. in a world where you know your favorite show gets canceled. It can get picked right back up by Netflix or Hulu right. or whatever. But um, at the end of the series, it ended with a very final, like, yeah. this happened, and they did a flash forward to 2025, 2012, whatever, yeah. and it's like, very final, like, you shouldn't be able to come back from that, but yeah, right. here we are, doing stuff, so... I remember that flash-forward El Chupacabra just <laughs> nomming down on Fox's bones, and I was like, well, that's how it ends. That's how it all went down. I didn't see whatever that last episode was. Well, I don't want to give out any spoilers, but it was very definitive and final, like, alright, the show is over, and we're all mm-hmm. gonna die, okay. Mm-hmm. So when... Thanks for not uh, spoiling that show that ended in, like, 1999. Right, Really yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> so been some people years. might want to catch up after hearing how great these episodes that's fair. are. That's true. If this, you know what? I want to see some of that Fox money. If this brings back some more Xbox yeah. fans, we Get deserve on. it. I'll put it next to my De Beers money <laughs> for all those blood diamonds. All my blood diamonds and nachos and chilies. <laughs> it's 
studio no. audience doesn't like it. Um, <laughs> now I want some nachos. I know, that's the worst part. I was like, no, actually, chili sounds pretty good right now. <laughs> but that's fun. That yeah. is that is a fun thing to do on a show. Yeah, that whole episode was just like, here's all like the silly fan service things mm-hmm. and like Easter eggs. There's a part where Skelly's making out with Guy Man, like... He's, like, telling the story. While he's, he's like a, a lizard? Yeah. Well, no. He's human okay. for him talking to Mulder. And he's like, you know, this happened. And she came in and she tried to seduce me. And Mulder's like, no. No, it didn't. And he goes, yeah, that would have been nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, that kind of, like, oh. Yeah. That um, would have been nice. Kumail Nanjani does a oh, X-Files podcast called The X-Files Files. And he just, like, goes through an episode at a time and, like, recaps it. He was in this show, too. Mm-hmm. As part of, like, I think he was, like, a dog catcher. Sounds trying right. to catch this this thing that's been running around and so he got to be on the show he's a huge fan so when he got the chance to be on the show he's like absolutely Oscar he, award nominee Kumail <laughs> Nanjiani he ends up dying but aww hey, that's great yeah you get to die in X-Files yeah as a fan of any show that routinely kills people like yeah. sure yes please I'd love to that'd be amazing do you, do you think they did the reverse werewolf because they were running out of normal monsters and they were like <laughs> what if we have a backwards monster maybe but, like, that on its own is ridiculous. So just to throw it in this episode where everything else was just as stupid, mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? This makes complete sense. It's like, sure, why not? Yeah. We know who we are. We know where we're at. Why not? And it was in the middle of this season that had, <clears throat> like, bookended with very serious episodes. Mm-hmm. So to have this, like, right in the middle was, like, a weird relief. So I have no idea what's going on. I'm tuning in on Wednesday. Sure. And I'm like, you know what? Let's see what this is about. And it just crazy episode. And I was like, you know what? This was a lot of fun. I love this. I like a little fun, especially in a show that could have been all silliness all the time, but instead became a much more serious, involved lore story. Yeah, because the, the show's so conspiracy-heavy that, I don't know, you can't, you can't take yourself too seriously all the time, so mm-hmm. they do this stuff, and that's why I like it. Like, the overarching conspiracy is great. That's what, that's what keeps you with the show. Mm-hmm. But it's these, you're like, man, that was awesome. I love that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. I think I'm ready for my number three. Your number three. Don't don't judge me, but I think this is actually like a real popular episode. Okay. Uh, it's postmodern Prometheus. That was also one of my considerations. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then you got to help me because it's been a really long time since I've seen mm-hmm. it. And like I was literally looking up Frankenstein X-Files episode. This is the one they shot all in black and white. Yeah. It's all in black and white, which is fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... It's like cops. They shot it different, and now I'm involved. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's there's a monster running around, and he was created by a doctor in a... It's basically mm-hmm. a Frankenstein monster. Yeah, it's just a But he's like a monster monster. Yeah. I can't remember. There was... What was their twist on the Frankenstein story? Do you remember? Oh, I don't. I haven't rewatched the series since before they rebooted. Okay. So it's been a little bit. I think it was something... Like, I can't remember. They don't know that the monster was created by someone until the very end. And I think they end up, like, getting trapped with it and the mob sets it on fire. But then the mob was also monsters. Well, wasn't it more like the mob were humans, but, you know, just being terrible humans? Maybe that's what it was. They were trying to... Symbolic monsters. Symbolic monsters. That's it. Because they were were monster-like. Yeah, they were horrible people. They weren't um, Island of Dr. Moreau monsters. And they end up, like, driving off with the monster, right? Like, trying to, like, save him yeah, from everything? Yeah, they take him somewhere. 
Because yeah. they try to just, like, <clears throat> arrest him and bring him back to jail somewhere safe. And they end up just... I think he dies. He, didn't he just want, like, a wife or something? Oh. That was the whole thing he wanted. Oh, probably. The monster wanted love. I think he wanted to work at a cell phone store. <laughs> Maybe that's the same guy. That's it. Maybe he wanted a bride. A bride of Frankenstein. And, like, at the end, it, like, like fades out into, like, a comic book or something. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. It was one of those campier episodes. Yeah. And I remember being really enthralled with it at the time. But now that I'm trying to re-come up with any details, all I can think about is, like, the feelings I felt yeah. watching it. Yeah, like, the details are escaping, but I remember the episode. Like, as soon as you said it, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, the black and white one with yeah. the monster in the comic book. And it was so cool to have, like, a black and white thing. And then, as <clears throat> a, a monster myself, I'm... <laughs> always on the side of whatever Frankenstein monster it is. Mm -hmm. I don't care. It could be a real murderer. But, like, if I watch King Kong, I'm like, don't shoot oh the my monkey! God. We've been watching um, Pacific Rim and stuff like that, and I'm rooting for the kaijus. I'm like, oh, look at him, look at him swimming. Look at him go. Look at him. He's friendly. Look at I him. Mean, He's just hungry. He wants the... to just chop on a building. And like... it's like, look, you're the one that put the building there, okay? Right? You got in his way. Daggerhead's got places to be, and you're fucking him up in Alaska. Just give him Alaska. Yeah, we don't need Alaska. You're not using it? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I've been, like, I don't know, we just saw the trailer for um, the new King Kong, I think. Is there a new King Kong? And I'm like, I want to root for the monsters. New Godzilla. Oh, new Godzilla. Godzilla monsters. Yeah, so they show, like, all, like, the classic, like, big monsters. I'm like, oh, look at them. They're so cool. Because they're trying to cross over Godzilla with the Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Which I did not care for. Not oh. for the monkey. Not King... I thought Kong was pretty good. They made his legs too long, though. Like, he stood like a human man. Oh. But he's... A gorilla. Gorillas have huge long arms and short legs, and they walk on their hands, and that really bothered me. That, and yeah, I can see that. I get it. They're like, oh, they're coming from Vietnam, and it's one last helicopter, and I'm like, cool. I hope they don't play a hundred Creedence Clearwater Revival songs like every other <laughs> Vietnam movie, but they did, because they're hacks. And I was like, well... Didn't you know there was no other music in the 70s? That's all people listened to. Yeah. I was like, I don't see why you have to completely copy uh, with Apocalypse Now oh, I love that movie. for the King Kong movie. Yeah. And I just want to see more gorilla. More gorilla fighting shit. Yeah, I love... Yeah, I, I know those movies, I always root for the monsters. Oh, always, always. for the monsters. I'm like, always. am I bad because I want, I want the kaiju to win? No, you're just a monster like the rest of us. Right on. I can accept that. And our audience. Hello, audience, who are also monsters. You know what? Actually, you brought up Pacific Rim. You I, did this, so I, I get did. to talk about okay. it. I have trouble because I also sympathize with robots. Not so much the people <laughs> oh, no. using them, but the robot like, the itself. The robots didn't sign up for that. They and were I'm just like, there. Don't, now they're fighting monsters. Don't break the robot. I like the robot. <laughs> but also, don't murder the poor monster who just mm -hmm. killed all those people. It's not his fault. He's a monster. Right. It's ridiculous. Just go extinct. I love the part where they, they show up in Tokyo and they're out in front of like the Gundam statue and I'm just yeah. like, ah. Oh, fun. Love that. It's fun. It's fun. All right. All right. I don't Kay. have any more to say about this. What is your <laughs> number two X-Files Monster of the Week? Number two was not a popular episode according to anyone, mm -hmm. but I love it. I don't. I have. I got reasons why. It's a first-person shooter. Okay. 
So this is another... What? <laughs> First Person Shooter is another season seven episode. I, I watched season seven a lot because it was the first DVD set I could afford because I found it on eBay. It was like a Chinese bootleg, like the box is all in Chinese. Mm-hmm. So I had that one for a long time. So I watched those over and over and over. So First Person Shooter... The lone gunmen have invested a bunch of money into this, like, VR, like, full immersion game. Okay, so explain the lone gunmen, because they had a spinoff show, right? Yes. The lone gunmen are, like, these three, like, computer hacker dudes. So when Mulder needs something that's a little bit too sketchy for the FBI to be, like, Mm -hmm. digging into, he calls these guys. Okay. Like, surveillance and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, they had their own show called The Lone Gunman. Yeah, they're, like, three computer nerd guys. They're, like, the Mythbusters-looking... Yeah, there's, like, the, the... the, there's like the hippie guy, and then there's like the respectable looking dude in a suit, and then there's just like Frohickey who's just kind of yeah, <laughs> he's just there doing Rumpy. whatever. Yeah, he's great. So these three have inve- invested a bunch of money into this game, but the, in the latest like test of the game, someone has gotten killed, like okay. for real. And all these guns in the arena are all like lasers and stuff. Nothing mm-hmm. actually lethal. So. So, not wanting to lose their money, they call Mulder and Scully, like, on the down, though, like, mm-hmm, guys, mm-hmm. We, we need your help, but, like, not official, we don't want any cops, because right, right, right. we want this thing to go off without a hitch. So, they're there checking it out, trying to figure out how this crazy glitch has happened. Yeah. <clears throat> and in the process, they discover that, like, the monster of this episode is this rogue AI character that, that um, doesn't follow the other rules of the game, so she's actually, like, killing people. She ends up being a fabrication of the one of the programmers who was... She wanted to make, like, this, like, superhero. Like, yeah. She's like, I want, you know, I want a strong female in this thing. So she programmed this chick in there, and she kind of became sentient and started killing the players. So they bring in, like, these pro-gamers, like, world record-setting dudes, and they're all mm-hmm. getting killed. Yeah. And so the lone gunman and Mulder all end up going in, and they get, they get trapped. They can't get out. Yeah. So Skelly's like... So she suits up. She's got all the gear and the armor and the headset and the big fucking gun. And yeah. She's like, I'm going to kick some ass. Because a lot of the guys were like, oh, this chick's hot. Right. You know, this, this woman that's murdering everyone's hot. And they just kind of like... And they get distracted. They get distracted and like dumb and drooling and... Yeah. yeah so and their, their jaw falls out and their tongue rolls out and their eyes pop out of their head and they uh, wolf whistle. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So Pound Sc- it on the table. Yeah. So Scully's like, forget this. I got, I got this whole thing. So right about this time was when, like, Tomb Raider was a big deal. Uh-huh. I love Tomb Raider. Like, this, she's smart, and she's out there, like, kicking ass. So Scully's doing this thing with, like, this armor and the guns, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Because it has, like, Scully being a badass, this programmer who's a badass, like, yeah. too badass for her own good. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, this is a great episode. The dialogue was terrible. The premise was okay, but the dialogue was so bad. And, like... By all, all stats and figures, this is a bad episode. Right. But, I don't know, it just struck a lot of chords with me. Yeah. That I really, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. If it works for you, right. it works for you. Right. Fuck other people. So, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, girl power episode. Yeah. Did Scully win? She, yeah, she saved the day. Did she end up just, like, shooting her in the game, or? I, you know what? I don't remember. She crushed her head I don't head remember with the details, thighs. but. <sighs> yeah, Scully ended up winning. And yeah. Okay. The That's game good. didn't go to launch because it was too dangerous mm-hmm. and so on, and the lone gunmen were sad. Oh. 
That's okay. Yeah. They get a spin-off in Consolation. They do. One, ser- one season. One, one season. They made it the whole season? And the their series finale was a Jump the Shark crossover episode with X-Files. Why not? It was so good, but spoilers, they all died. <gasps> yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. That's spoiled for me. I'm sorry. I'll never watch the one season of The Lone Gunman. You, it was really corny, like... Campy, I remember it being corny. As campy as the stuff I'm talking about is, that show is just like... Whew. But I, it, I remember them like, we gotta hack into the Pentagon. You wanna be a four-star general? Here you are. Yeah. Here's a picture of me, and there's a little gif of a hat on me. Now <laughs> I'm a general. And I'm like, you didn't use the mouse. No, they do all their hacking keyboard only. Yeah, even, keyboard. even the early 2000s. Oh, so, speaking of early 2000s, the mm-hmm. first episode of The Lone Gunman starts off they, you know, they're... Oh, yes. You know, I'm going I know what this. you're talking about. So this was, like, June or July in, like, 2001, mm-hmm. and the big the big conspiracy of the episode was someone's trying to fly a plane at the World Trade Center. Yeah. And this was, you know, the summer of 2001. And so everyone had watched this couple episodes that it aired, and then 9-11 happens. Yeah. And Fox was like, guys, whoa. We got to pull that. We didn't know. We didn't know. This aired before. Or did they know? Did they? That's a whole other. That's Rupert a whole Murdoch, other thing. Yeah. Rupert yeah. Murdoch planned it all. <laughs> Conservative takeover. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just a weird. That's a weird episode. coincidence of things. Yeah. Yeah, that's freaking me out a little. Yeah, it's a little scary. So what was your? I'm sure. Next uh, one. My my number two. Number two. Is another you gotta help me. Okay, I'll try my best. All right, all right. Number two. There's a monster. No way. I know. Let me just wait. There's a monster, and he's eating people. What? And then he's throwing them back up into, like, a mold of a person. They will then turn back into themselves and be cured of whatever disease they had. Yes. And he could, like, detect cancer in people. That guy? Yeah. Yeah. And then, but he would take on whatever the disease was. Yeah, so he was, so he was just, just like, riddled with yeah, horrible diseases sickly, and stuff. Yeah, like, syphilitic, like, monster guy, and he finds out that Mulder has cancer. Yeah. Unlike Scully, who gets cancer later. Where was he on that one? <laughs> right? Come on, man. Come on. So, well, the aliens gave her cancer. Oh, that's, that's a whole other thing. Uh, we don't talk about the aliens. Monsters. But it ends up Mulder kind of volunteers to be eaten by this dude and then thrown back up into a mold Oof. and then somehow he returns to himself and he's cured. Where's the monster getting the molds for each person? And he's like, oh crap, I don't happen to have a fox Mulder mold. Let ah, me just put shit. you in. He doesn't fit in here. It's, Guy man. It's mold. like a um it's like a carved out is that the one that's like in the tree or something like in a cave? It's he's like underground or yeah. in a cave, and it's like the shape of a human, like a stick figure man yes. in the ground. And he just barfs them up into like the general shape, and then somehow they reform. Your, your genes just know and reform back into you. Yeah, this was the first episodes of X Files I ever saw. Oh my god! I was like, what? It's amazing is you ever came back to watch anymore. Like, like it's not eight. a bad. That's whoa. Like, that's not a bad episode, but that's a rough place to start. That's a rough place. That and the um, <clears throat> the air monster is not on my list. But the oh, I, I, I still don't watch it. I skipped that on purpose. That's a scary one. I'm like, uh, nope, I... Nope. Can't shoot air. What are we going to do? I was in college when the air monster episode, like, I was rewatching mm-hmm. it, and that one was up next, and I'm like, I'm in this dorm room by myself. I'm going to skip this. Oh. 
Yeah. I find that I, I don't know, I think as a parent through this episode, I can't remember how they resolve anything. No. I only remember the monster and the horrible things that happened before that. I can never remember, and, and so I never have any closure if I think about it. I'm like, don't worry about the air monster. All they had to do was suck him into a vacuum cleaner. It was fine. Right. But really, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure the air monster escapes and kills everyone There's all the time. There's a bunch where they, the thing just gets away, and they're like, oh, stop bothering anybody right now. Yeah, it'll be it's fine. fine. We'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll come back to it. They don't come back to it, just starts eating people again. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out with all cheeps. <laughs> They did that once with the um, the stretchy guy, Tombs. He, uh, you mean Stretch Armstrong? <laughs> there was this guy, he wasn't really like a human, but he could stretch and squish through things. Oh, weird. And he, uh, so he, he had an episode and they resolved it, but like the fans liked him so much that they're like, oh, just kidding, they didn't really take care of it, we're bringing him back for another episode because he was... He People got out of it. jail by being squishy. Kind of, yeah. And sure. It's like, you know, that's all right. Because yep. it, was, it was an interesting monster, so it's like, you know what? Let's roll with that. Why not? Revisit some of the same old faces. Mm-hmm. They, I like it. They could almost bring him back now, but it was like a thing where he would like hibernate for decades at a time. Oh, okay. Quite enough time has passed yet. Oh, pretty close, though. It's <laughs> all right could, for the next reboot. That could be reboot. the next reboot, yeah. Next <laughs> reboot. Jillian Anderson needs money. Right. When that happens in oh 10 my years. Oh, God. That's two. We're gonna hit our last break, and when we come back, the moment everyone's been waiting for our number one X Files Monster of the Week. When we return. Welcome back to Top Five. We're counting down your top five favorite X Files Monster of the Week episodes. Yeah. No aliens. Well, maybe a little. What? Hang in there, though. With that teaser, what is your number one? My number one is good old Jose Chung's From Outer Space. What? It's a season three episode. The title is the name of a book. Okay. Jose Chung writes books, and this one's called From Outer Space. Okay. And so he wants to talk to Mulder about aliens and conspiracies and stuff, but... Mulder thinks this dude's a hack and doesn't want to talk to him, so he's like, Scully, you're the next best thing. You're in on all these mm. alien conspiracy things. Can you help me out? So she tries to tell him about some of their cases and things they've worked on, and and he's he has some eyewitnesses he's talked to, and they're mm. like the crazy alien conspiracy people. Like, There's this one kid, he just hates his life, and he just wants to be abducted because it's better than, than whatever living his life, life is. as it is. Yeah, yeah. And so, so he's talking to this guy, and he wants Scully to, like, confirm, is, like, this what happens? And so this guy says that, you know, the, the men in black have showed up and tried to, like, silence him and stuff. One of the men in black is portrayed by Jesse Ventura. What? Yeah. He shows up very, you know, opposing, imposing yeah, dominance. Yeah, 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 yeah. And... That's so weird. Yeah. And so he's just like, you don't know anything, you don't, you know, nothing of what you said is true, you saw a weather balloon, stuff like that. And so there's another witness, same kind of thing, he's trying to recount a story of an abduction that he witnessed, and Uh so this time, a second man in in black shows up, played by Alex Trebek. What? What? Yeah. It's just a crazy episode, it's... Did he have the mustache at the time? I believe so. I bet, I think he did. It was, you know, mid-90s? Yeah, he definitely had a mustache. So, it's, it's just, 
you're sitting there like, okay, this dude's nuts, and then this big black car rolls into this guy's garage, and out pops Alex Trebek. And you're like, huh, how huh. about that? Either he's nuts or I'm nuts, because that's Alex Trebek. Yeah, and, like, that whole episode, like, the other one with the wear monster, it's just ridiculous. They were and, like, we got some guest stars that want to come on, let's yeah. do them all in one episode. Right, and so that that's... That's my number one, because it's so insane, and, like, the guest stars that come on. And... That's all kinds of silly. Yeah. So, <clears throat> they're trying to cover up whatever this guy has seen. Yeah. By intimidating him with Alex Trebek, a Canadian. Yep. Yeah, they, they didn't say what government he worked for. Well, the men in black technically don't work for any government. So, it doesn't matter where they're from. If anything, they're probably aliens themselves. Which... They kind of allude to in this episode, like you didn't see anything because there's nothing to see because we know what it really is because we're the aliens. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, Men in Black definitely aliens. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with the with delightful the Men in movie. Black. The Men in Black, but <laughs> Men in Black and they show up to your house and they're like, "Did you see anything?" You're like, "Uh, um, no. no." And they're like, "Never tell a soul. Thank you for talking to us, Cassie." And you're like, "Wait, what?" Men come from the government. The from, government is we are that. from Earth government, normal <laughs> humans, I and Jesse Ventura. Right, like what a combo. Now the question is, did they see Jesse Ventura and Alex Trebek on television and so they just copied their bodies? Well, the guy, one of the witnesses, said he saw Alex Trebek, so he knew who he was. Like He said as Alex a Trebek. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they're definitely shapeshifters. Very likely. I'm in a rabbit hole. Yeah. Shit. You're not getting out, man. I'm not getting out. Nope. I live there now. So at the end of the at the end of the episode, Scully's got a copy of the book and she's mm. reading it and he's changed their names and all this stuff and right. she's just like, What the hell? And he like writes a book about what happened with him and Scully and Yeah, and like how the FBI's like verified this and that and Yeah. It's just huh. it's just a silly episode, just That's a silly good time. Yeah. That's a fun time. It is a fun time. I, th I think what ends up winning points with me is just having crazy guest stars on. Mm -hmm. And we could talk. I have a couple more where there's been fun actors on it that didn't quite make the cut. We'll save those for our yeah. mentions. <clears throat> I'm going to hit mine with a big cameo. Oh, you must. mine. So, actually, help me with this. There was a time when uh, uh, David Duchovny was not on the show. Yes. And he got replaced with uh, Agent Daggett, the T-1000. Yes, yes. Who is was a lot bigger and chubbier than he was in, <laughs> in Terminator, and that always bothered me. But that was like 10 or 15 years Oh, way different. later. Yeah. yeah, yeah, way later. Do you know why David Duchovny wasn't on the show? Uh, I think he was just over the show, if I remember right. He's yeah. like, I don't want to do this anymore. So they wrote him out. Yeah, and he comes back. He does a season or two later, and they, mm. they find Boulder and they, oh, they brought him back. Yeah, they find Spooky Boulder. He got abducted, so they had to go rescue him. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. so, so, when they were casting Agent Daggett, mm -hmm. one of the people that was up for the role was Bruce Campbell really? of Evil Dead fame. That would have been amazing. And he didn't get it, but as consolation, they made him the villain in one of the episodes. And Bruce Campbell gets to play none other than the devil himself. Yes. So there's this episode, Daggett and Mulder, or Daggett and Scully, 
uh, are trying to figure out why these babies keep being born with tails and yes. shit. And they're like, who is the husband? And she's like, it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And they're like, what is happening? Until they find out that Bruce Campbell, who is the devil, has started like a hundred families and he's driving all over the country to all his different families trying to make a baby that's human and not a monster with a tail. Is, is this one called Small Potatoes? Is it, that this one? I don't know. Because there's another one where babies are being born with tails, and I believe that Ooh. is one too. Um, but yeah, there's one where it's actually like... Okay, yeah, Small Potatoes is like way early on. Okay. So this one, I forget what it's called, but yeah. So yeah. They're, yeah, but Bruce Campbell is like burning these like fetuses and like little babies Because he doesn't in the want backyard. a devil baby. He wants a human baby. Yeah, he wants a human baby, not a devil baby. Yeah. And once again, I have no idea how this resolves. And I've seen this episode recently. Um, doesn't it end something like the latest like devil baby is a devil baby because she is also a demon? The mother's Ooh. not human, I believe. Interesting. Interesting. I think that's the one, but I can't remember what that episode was uh, called. It's so hard. It's so hard. But yeah, that was a, that was a good episode. That's a good, weird episode. I didn't like Agent Doggett for a while just because I was like, oh, he's not involved. Is it Doggett? I thought it was Daggett. No, with an O. Yeah. Daggett, Daggett. is the is the little brother from Angry Beavers. <laughs> it's Norbert yes. and Daggett. Yes. That's it. I love that show. Oh, man, it's so good. That's a good show. But, yeah, so I remember this one, and I believe the the last one, the, the wife was also a demon of some sort. I mean, that makes sense. I, I, I want Bruce Campbell to be happy. It's really what it comes down to. <laughs> well, he just wants to have a healthy kid that's yeah. not going to, like, rule the underworld or something. Yeah, or have a chainsaw for an arm. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm always happy to see him get work in mainstream stuff. Yeah. I mean, this was before he was on uh, Burn Notice and, and was, like, famous again. <sighs> Ugh. You can oh. never go wrong with Bruce Campbell. Never go wrong with Bruce Campbell. I cast him in everything. That is that is a solid pick for a, right? an episode. I want Bruce Campbell to be the new Doctor Who in, like, an American spinoff. But, like, an American spinoff that doesn't suck. Oh, no, it'll suck. And that's why... It, but Bruce Campbell will be the best part. He'll be the shining star of this yeah, terrible... It'll be, it'll be a police procedural with <laughs> Doctor Who. Just like every other fucking show on TV. They get good ratings because... I work at a TV station. Okay. So... P- police procedurals and, like, Doctor shows always do good because... Especially on, like, say, CBS where the viewership is skewed, like, 50 plus. Yeah. They love that. But, like, our generation... Yeah. Doesn't watch TV. That's we watch true. Netflix and whatever. So if like we're lo- watching Law and Order on Netflix, yeah, that's not getting counted into those ratings. So like okay. CBS isn't gonna produce yeah. more, you know, cop shows for the younger crowd because they're not the ones getting the numbers. Oh, that's true. <clears throat> that's true. So they're just making cop shows for old people. Basically, where like Cartoon Network and and like those channels, they get their audience. Right. And their audience is younger, so they're doing okay. Okay. wacky that. cartoon right. shows. I learned something today. Mm-hmm. Cassie, do you have honorable mentions? I have a few. Um, I got on my list. One of them has another guest star, has Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. The episode's called Improbable, and okay. Burt Reynolds plays God. 
okay. and just kind of messes with the probability of things happening. Mm. And it, it's got a wacky soundtrack, and it's just really, like, again, I don't remember how it ends, but stuff's happening, and he's just, like, in there, futzing with it, and making things go right or wrong or whatever. Huh. And it's just fun, because he's just pretty big name just making this crazy cameo as God just because he Reynolds can Burt Reynolds had a weekend off and they're like you want to do X-Files he's like oh, sure I like yeah. X-Files it's, it's like season 9 or something it's one of the later ones where sure. it started to like yeah. it's already like going downhill but yeah we can see the high water mark yeah but we can get Burt Reynolds so let's do it I like Burt Reynolds that one was super fun it was just wacky yeah like a good wacky time yeah like a good wacky time I can't I I had so much trouble struggling with this because I've not seen any of these episodes in many a moon. Do you have other animal mentions? I give, do. give me, give me. There's give one called Triangle where they're on a they're investigating a wreck that went down the Bermuda Triangle, and as they're walking around like this, well, it's not a wreck; it's an abandoned ship, and like they're walking around current day in the ship, and then it split screens. And you see them walking around that same stretch of hallway mm-hmm. in like 1940 something, like World War II's going on, and um, Nazis are on the boat. And Scully's like this fiery, like I'll punch you in the face, Nazi kind of lady. Yeah. So like, they're walking around in the ship in the same way, you mm-hmm. know, 50 years apart. Weird. Yeah, it's like a weird because it's in the Bermuda Triangle, weird time travely. Right. Without right. actually Universes time traveling. divulge, but they yes. don't they touch, but they don't change. Like, and there's a part where it's split screen down a room or whatever and they cross and both Scully's turn and look like they've got like a cold chill or something. Ooh, they, they felt them passing through the ooh, same space. Yeah, it's super cool. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. And it's just very fun. Uh, Skinner's a Nazi, I believe. And so he comes in the next that day and he's right. like, ah, why does my face hurt? Because 1940s Scully punched him. Ah. Things like that. Times. Yeah, all that one's, that one's movies. a lot of fun. Let's I don't see. have any other ones. There's Monday, uh-huh. which is an episode that's a lot like Groundhog Day, where the day keeps repeating over and over until something else changes, mm-hmm. until like, the right thing happens. That's not a funny episode, but... Eh, it's something. It's it's a neat one. There's, like, not a monster. There's not a villain, per se. But it's, they at least play with the format. Yeah, it's yeah. a supernatural thing that's happening. Like, Mulder gets up, his waterbed has sprung a leak, and it shorted out his alarm clock. Mm-hmm. So, his room's covered in water, and he's, like, running out to get, like, a pan to catch the, the dripping water, and he trips over his shoe. And you get to see that, like, four times as the day oh, is repeating. So on the day that it goes right... The waterbed doesn't spring a lake. He doesn't fall. Mm-hmm. He, he makes it to work on time. Right. You know, like Groundhog Day. It's just, yeah, like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Right. They, they took that premise and threw in a bank robbery, robbery and some FBI. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, enough people have done it. Yeah. Why not do why it? Why not? It's a trope at this point. It really is. But oh. it, it's a trope that can be fun if, mm-hmm. if you don't just abuse Yeah, if you it. don't just copy Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. And the, my last honorable mention, I had a lot, um, was Arcadia. There's been a murder in this, um, like, gated community. Like, mm-hmm. a really strict, like, homeowners association. You can't paint your house this color. You can't have any lawn flamingos. Right. And it was an okay episode. There was a monster living under the pristine lawns of this gated community. Mm. But Mulder and Skelly have to pretend to be a married couple moving into this thing. Adorable. It's so cute. And, um... 
there's a part they're unpacking and everyone thinks they're bringing in like dishes and furniture and they're yeah. unloading like forensic equipment <laughs> and so Mulder's like hey honey make me a sandwich and she just flings her rubber gloves at him and they like hit him in the face uh, it's just just fun it's fun, fun reality they were like we love each other let's touch butts yeah exactly yeah they ever get together they do, but they don't. But they ah, do. will they? Will they? Yeah. Ah, it's horrible. And th- they address that in the newer seasons, and... It's awful. Yeah. I just want them to be happy together. Yeah. They've or been together, and they get divorced, and or, uh-huh. they break up, and get back together. <sighs> I know. That's all right. I prefer that than, you know, Pam and Jim get together, and I go, cool, I don't have to watch The Office anymore. Yeah, right? Like, Pam and Jim got together. That's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about that with X-Files. You never quite know. We never know. All right. Coming to the end of our episode. Oh, no. And all we have left is something we call plugs. Cassie, what do you want to plug? I have an Etsy store. If you go to Cassie'sCuriosities.com, you can find all kinds of nerdy jewelry and cosplay stuff. I have dice bags for D&D, things like that. You're Cassie with a C, right? Cassie with a C. Mm. Otherwise, all spelled the same. It's on my Etsy store. All kinds of nerd stuff. Cassie's curiosities. Get her shit. Buy her stuff. It's good stuff. If Buy I it. do say so myself. Buy it. Do you, uh, do you have any brands of nerdiness, or is it just general nerd? I like all kinds of stuff. I do cosplay, play D&D, play video games, do all that stuff. I like stuff. it. I yeah. like it. Endorse th- I endorse it. Look at the top five bump got, anytime Got the now. little thumbs up going. You'll make, I will say, at least as much as we do here. Yes. Absolutely. I am set to make... No. No money. No money. It's all right. All right. Got the good feels. Well, hey, it's been fun, you guys. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at top five underscore podcast. That's top the number five underscore podcast. If you like it, let us know. If you hate it, also let us know and leave your address. We'll punch you. See you next week on top five. (laughs)